Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. You don't understand. This is a liar. How can you think that I'm her dad, but we both look exactly the same age? We do not look the same age. I was being kind of white. I'm going to hypnotize him. I hereby christen this mountain Barbie camper. Priscilla, queen of the desert. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Gaze the Tam Tam. In this episode we will be discussing the seminal sitcom Spaced. For those who aren't already familiar with the show, Spaced is a situation comedy set in the UK. It first aired from 1999 to 2001. It stars and is written by Simon Pegg and Jessica Hines and is directed by Edgar Wright. The show follows main characters Tim, played by Simon Pegg, and Daisy, played by Jessica Hines, as they pretend to be a couple in order to rent a house in London and navigate what it means to be an adult in the 21st century. If this has piqued your interest in the series, It's available in the UK on the streaming site All For Demand. Unfortunately, however, I'm not quite sure where it's available in other countries, so you will have to do a bit of searching for it. However, I highly, highly recommend it, especially if you're fans of the work of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, who also appears in the show. If you're a fan of things like Shaun of the Dead or the Cornetto trilogy, I recommend searching out this series. Hey, what's that for? do that thing, you know, like in that film with um, Andy McDowell and Gerald Depardieu, you know, where they get married so that she can keep her house and he can get um, uh, an American work permit. What, a green card? Yeah, yeah. What's it called? I don't know. For this episode, I've been joined by our first international guest. That's right, Carlin Jones, all the way from the US of A. Welcome to the podcast, Carlin. Would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself and your podcast to the listeners? Hi, hello. I'm so happy to be here. So yeah, my my podcast is the Starfighter Full Movie Podcast. It's where I basically watch movies I have little to no interest in watching in order to find an appreciation and an understanding to why people love movies that I just never cared for. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's it's a pretty, everyone keeps telling me it's a great concept, so I just love doing it every week. I want to say it really is a great concept. I was lucky enough to be on Carlin's show, where we um, watched the film uh, (laughs) Thor Love and Thunder. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And... Not only was it just a really great experience, but I have to say, I feel like I need to live up to the level of hosting that Carlin did for that because he made me feel so welcome in that episode. So hopefully I can make you feel just as welcome. Oh, nice. Yeah, absolutely. I already already feel welcome because we're both lovers of uh, space. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's just jump into it. So the first question is, I thought we'd look at is, how did you find the show? So I found the show probably, can I think of the year? I want to say I was out of high school. So probably like, or maybe I was just in high school. So probably like 2012, like like about to graduate, about to go into college. And I discovered it on YouTube. And this is kind of when YouTube was still kind of a new thing. People weren't really searching youtube for tv shows and movies strictly 
but I found this show called Spaced. Um, I was a fan of Simon Pegg because of what's that movie called? Um, Shaun of the Dead. And I'm like, oh, what an awesome movie. What else has he been in? And I was like, what is this amazing British TV show? These accents are fantastic. And I don't know. It's just, it's something that was just so simple. Like such a simple plot, simple characters, nothing fancy, extravagant. And the the show really excelled in its writing and its directing. And uh, there's not really much else I can say other than the the cast, the directing, and the writing, which is absolutely amazing to watch. I completely agree. I mean, obviously, you work in film and television. I mean, I think in terms of the directing, I think it's so refreshing to see a basically a sitcom filmed like this, so cinematic on such a small budget. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Edgar Wright is the, the director, and he wrote a few of the episodes or actually, I think he co-written probably all the episodes along with Simon Pegg and I believe the other actress who plays Daisy. Yeah, Jessica uh, Hines. Yeah, so his his directing is just obviously, I mean, it's like, it's a no-brainer how he became so mainstream because it's such a unique look and feel to his, to his art. So, uh, yeah, watching what he did with that totally influenced me to... To, to do uh, you know to go into film I completely agree I actually spent some of last week watching um some episodes and what I didn't realize is how much I was influenced by the editing style in my own editing I have often used quite fast cuts I like you found this show by accident when I, I I watched it when it first aired I was a younger teenager turned something on in my brain I was gonna say yeah it's absolutely fantastic Edgar Wright is I honestly think besides Scott Pilgrim versus the world which is like my favorite movie one of my favorite movies of all time besides his directing in that space is definitely one of my favorite tv shows of just pure cinematography to watch I agree. Yeah, I completely agree. And I like the way he often uses like genre conventions as well in his filming. You know, when you've got the episode with the zombies, that that whole sequence there feels like a, a zombie film. And Oh, absolutely. I remember I remember years ago when I when I had a friend or I still have this friend. <laughs> I told I told him because they're super into Resident Evil and that's what the the episode yeah. was based on. It was like a Resident Evil video game. And I'm like, you have to watch this episode of this TV show. The the whole episode is based on like your favorite video game of all time. I would argue it's better than the Resident Evil films. <laughs> well, to be fair, anything is better than the Resident <laughs> yeah, Evil films. <laughs> it's quite a low bar to just <laughs> step over. <laughs> The Tribe Season 4 comes very close to being better <laughs> than the Resident Evil films. I think we can say Tribe Series 5 is better. <laughs> oh, absolutely. In 1994, while on weekend manoeuvres in France, I commandeered a chieftain tank without the permission of my immediate superiors. I then attempted to invade Paris. However, en route, I stopped off at Disneyland, or Euro Disney as it was then called, and was subsequently apprehended on Space Mountain. Which characters do you associate with and why? So I was thinking about this question and I honestly believe that none of the characters, I can't, I can't say a single character because I can't single out a, a character, 
just by itself because the way the show affected me in such a positive way and how I view these characters is that I believe that they all cannot exist without each other. So I kind of think of all of them as one character, kind of like one family. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a complete character-driven, beautiful <laughs> mess of... I don't. I don't even know how to, to how to describe it. It's like a big, happy, uh, dysfunctional family. They say the family of the twenty first century is made up of friends and not relatives. And if that's true, then you're the best auntie I've ever had. Kiss my ass. What was your favorite moment in the series or episode? Ooh. Okay. My favorite moment in the series, and I was just watching it like today because I was like trying to rewatch the whole show or not the whole show but like I would say the second season at least my favorite moment is the season the series finale which is like season two episode seven or whatever and it's like the first 60 seconds of it because I remember when I first watched the series and since they were all on YouTube I was kind of like binge watching it which when people didn't know what binge watching was and I was like, oh, the show is so good. But there's, like, not that many episodes. Like, I don't want it to end. Like, I was kind of sad that it was ending. So when I watched the first 60 seconds of that uh, final episode, and the characters are just on the couch, uh, the song by the band Oasis is, is playing, and everyone's kind of, like, reacting to, like, what whatever is on the TV, it kind of just made me feel that, wow, it's, like actually about to end and i don't think the show is ever coming back yeah and i feel like what a way to end it just showing all these characters just doing what they do every single day as if it's not like a big thing that is ending i like you i'm always really sad even though i know how many episodes are in each series i'm always uh-huh. sad when i get to the last one i was like i wish there was another series <laughs> Absolutely. I've always told myself when I was like a kid or even like a teenager that I'm like, if I become like a billionaire, like an absolute billionaire, like Bruce Wayne billionaire, I would legit just buy a TV company and just remake, not remake, but like continue all the shows that I want to be continued that just ended. I think she's just filled in happy again. We change her. I just made the tea. I went to the shop. I was in labor for 15 hours. You win. I love you. I know. Come on, Luke. Tim, we're not calling her Luke. All right. So what did you think of the central relationship between Tim and Daisy? The relationship between Tim and Daisy. Well, you know what? My answer would change if you would if you were to ask me after I finished the show, and then you would just ask me now, because well, okay, so even like back then and even now, I would be like, Daisy's a very attractive woman, <laughs> and I'm like, that's very interesting that no romance ever happened between them. Well, I think they've got a will they won't they chemistry going on, right? Right, and I think that's what made it so good, even though they didn't necessarily talk about it in every single episode, it was always kind of there, because I feel like that's what 
I feel like that's a hidden theme that the show is really trying to talk about mm. is can a woman and a man be friends? Yeah, it's sort of a, it's kind of taken that when ha- Harry met Sally and it's kind uh-huh. of looking into that because that's the premise of that film, isn't it? Can a man and a woman ever be friends without sex getting in the way? And I'd say Spaced sort of took that and said, can a man and a woman um, share a flat <laughs> without, you know, becoming a couple or not? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I see what you're saying there. But I think Harry Met Sally was definitely, uh, yeah, they're going to get together, but it's just like, when? <laughs> well, I kind of felt that way with this. Like, I kind of, I, have you seen Skip to the End? So that's uh, like is that another show. It's a DVD extra that they did for the anniversary. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So in that, at the end, they actually show them with a baby. So I suppose if they'd had more series, they would have got together eventually. Right, but that was a total like multiverse thing they just gave us. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they were in it as well. <laughs> right exactly so yeah it's 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 all up in the air and honestly when i finished the series i felt that this is the best way to end a series Mm -hmm. you should end it within two seasons because it still keeps that spark and you leave it such a high note i completely agree all right Colin came back. Marsha's not selling the house. What did you do? Stole a tank. Smooth. Oh, yeah. Sophie's gone to Seattle to work for Marvel. What, for good? Maybe. I'm sorry. I don't feel that bad, actually. You know, I mean, I, I will miss her, but... One thing I've learned after Sarah is that not everybody you meet has to be the one, you know? If there is such a thing. I think there is. Did you come all the way here on that? Yeah, well, I was going to run, you know, like Woody Allen at the end of Manhattan, but I thought, well, A, that's just too derivative, and B, it's three miles. What do you think of the ending? Oh, the ending was so... It was great. I mean, it was sad, but great. Because it almost didn't feel like an ending. In a sense, towards... I felt like, all right, okay, it's going to be back next season. Or is it going to be back the next episode? Mm-hmm. Because it just it just feels like, all right, back to our normal lives or, you know, or, or whatever. But then there, there was no next episode or no next season, which was very heartbreaking for me. <laughs> No, I, I think you're spot on. I think the most interesting shows or premises when they come to an end and like you say, you feel like life is continuing without you watching it. And that's how strong the premise, the show, the relationships in the show actually is, that you can see it end but still feel like they're real. Like when the door of the fact closes, they're just going to keep living their lives, which I don't think you get with everything. I, obviously, you are quite a big fan of Australian telly, aren't you? Obviously, I'm a fan of Neighbours, so I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Neighbours. 
I've only heard of Neighbors because I'm a huge fan of the tribe, and when everyone left, when most of those characters left on season four, I researched where the hell did they go, and I read that the character uh, Tysan left the show to be on Neighbors. (laughs) Yeah, so she left to be on Neighbors, Michelle Ang. She was really good in the series. She had a love triangle with the singer Delta Goodrum, and then um, Jay Ryan. So, you know, chapter two, it... Have you seen that? Yes. So he's no, in I that. I haven't seen it. I've heard there's a, a spider in it, so I took it upon myself never to watch it. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean about spiders. No, he, um, so Jay Ryan, who also had a small cameo in The Tribe, um, he was in uh, Neighbours with Delta Goodrum and Michelle Ang. And yeah, so he played their love interest and he's in that film. He's one of the grown up kids. What character was he in the tribe? Um, he was like a, he was. You know when they used to have the headbands on. He was a blue in series headbands. four. Yeah, in series four when they were like um, blues and reds, and May was in the game, and oh, yeah, he was just like one of the random kids. Yeah, he was like an extra who had like three lines, but uh, then went on to okay. do Hollywood. gotcha yeah that's how that's how the grades start (laughs) well like we spoke about taika waititi and he was in the tribe as an actor yeah as an actor he was what character was he so him and jermaine clement were in an episode where they kept played cowboys which was series four it's not good everyone in in series four just went on to do better things (laughs) well when the bar is set so low how can you not That's exactly what I was about to say. He meets at a punchline. But no, I completely agree with you um, going back to space. It just ends in such a great way. And as I was talking about Neighbours, so Neighbours ended recently um, after 37 years. So it was the soap opera and it came to an end. And what was really good about it was how they chose to end it. You got the sense that it was just going to keep going, even though you weren't watching it. Well, why wouldn't we think it was going to keep going? It's like 37 years. (laughs) But, you know, whereas a lot of shows, they're quite portentous at the end. And it's very much like, oh, this is the last episode, the whole hospitals closing or this is the last episode you know i recently watched er and they did a similar thing when for the last episode they just took all the people off these gurneys and then like the camera slowly pulled away up the road and you just saw them going about their business and it just felt like yeah the er is going to continue we're just not going to be allowed to see it daisy there'll be a time for dips okay but this isn't it he's right daisy There's nothing for us here anymore. Join us. Yes, come on, Daisy. Join us. Who would you recommend this show to and how would you recommend it to them? I would recommend it to anybody and everybody. I would honestly try to recommend it to them in a way that how I found it, which was basically in the middle of the night, probably like midnight or so, not doing anything and just like on the internet, just like on YouTube, just kind of like just trying to kill time. Yeah, that's normally how to discover TV shows, in my opinion. Yeah, when you're not expecting anything, no expectations, no 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 nothing like i wouldn't tell them 
what the genre is. I wouldn't tell them who's in it, who's directing it, what, how many episodes, how many seasons, or nothing. Like, it's just, like, a random link. Mm. And, yeah, just watch it. <laughs> and your mind will be blown. <laughs> yeah. Maybe literally, too, yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything else you'd like to say about the show? Based is... It is a fantastic TV show. It's a great comedy that has... Well, now that I'm, like, so much older and I have, like, so much time to actually think about the show, it is a great comedy that has very subtle messages about just human beings because each character kind of represents, I would say, every human being in a different stage of life that they are, especially with Tim kind of, like being that artist trying to uh, I guess trying to find himself in a sense <laughs> or you know like post breakup not really trying to get over trying to better yourself and then you have Brian who is also an artist but he's kind of like a, a weird soul <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Twist who is just this kind of naive uh, bubbly uh, person who we can all name someone like Twist uh, and then uh marcia who uh, <laughs> i i would hope to god that i don't end up like marcia <laughs> at, at a certain point in my life but um yeah i just feel like every single character even you know with, with, with daisy as well you can name someone who is exactly like them and eventually at a certain point in your life you can say that you've been in each of those phases that those characters d display on the show yeah, I agree. I would also say, having watched it, having come back to it many times, every time I come back to it, whatever age I am, I see something new in it. I see something that speaks to me about a particular aspect of growing up. Because I think it is a sitcom that's a lot about... There's that line that I think is really iconic where she, she says, what are we going to do, just stretch the elastic of our childhood out? And in many ways... This show is about, you, you know, when you leave university and you, you kind of get your first couple of jobs and you move in with people and it's always like you're not earning very much money. Um, in many ways, you, you still live in that university or college sort of lifestyle and you are a little bit of adrift, if that makes sense. And I think it talks very much about that. But I also think, like you say, there's every aspect of like different types of people uh in terms of emotion and mentality are reflected in it and yeah you always find something different in it I just yeah every time I go back to it I see something different mm, that's really funny I've like to be honest I've watched space from like 2012 and I just continuously just like always watched it always had it near me until like probably like 2014 and then as of like now this year I decided to go back to it mm. and and watch it for the second time but it was always like space has always been in my top five yeah top five tv shows of all time and I don't think unlike a lot of other things I don't think it's aged that badly I mean it's coming up for like 23 24 years old which is hard to believe but I think in terms of okay so the tech has aged but I think in terms of the actual comedy it hasn't aged badly at all 
because like you say it's just sort of archetypes interacting and that's what makes it really even to this day so engaging when i see all the jokes again and then just the editing style the directing style and and even the acting just how these characters are delivering their lines yeah it ages up beautifully which i cannot say for a lot of shows that i liked many years ago but they were playing the time warp mike i hate the time warp daisy likes it so what i hate it it's boiling the bag perversion for sexually repressed accountants and first year drama students with too many posters of betty blue the blues brothers big blue and blue velvet on their blue bloody walls it's a song i don't care i hate it i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it at a party least of all the party i'm supposed to be throwing i can't wait to have you back on thank you so much for being a guest yeah thank you for having me this has been so much fun